Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL, and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the show today, Zach Price, futures better with some NBA long shot bets that he is holding, and he will talk about the game fours in the respective conference final series. Also, one programming note, one thing you'll hear throughout the three hours on the broadcast today is Joe Ostrowski gloating after an incredible weekend that he had. Oh, that smirk. That's not going to come off all Monday, is it? That thing's going to be on there on his face, and I'm going to have to look at it. But it's going to be fun. It'll be a good time. So uh, let's start with uh, one thing he got right. Uh, Brooks Kepka uh, winning the PGA Championship at 21-1. to 1. Uh Certainly a lot to get to here as far as how he came back on top and how, you know, you had a lot of fantastic players lurking after the first round, but ultimately it was a Kepka's tournament in the end, Joe. So what's left in the sports betting space as far as royalty goes? Because if you want to be respected, you have to be a prince of something, a king of something, a princess. Usually props are involved. So what's left? Duke? Is anybody the Duke of anything out there? Do you have to do that? Because I feel like you have to do that to be respected now. Anybody? Is there a duchess? <laughs> no? Jester. Nothing? I, yeah, Jester. I was going to go with <laughs> Joe the Jester sounds good. It does. It does. Oh, no. Yeah. See the image yeah. of the of yeah no no like uh, put let's, put let's, you let's, on a playing card representing the joker and that's joe the jester and then you know someone's like dealing out cards and you see two joes there and you know they're gonna win hey is it not the decade of the jokers between Djokovic and uh nicola i mean yeah it's pretty, J- jokers are doing well right now i i would be fine with that i'm good uh yeah look you, when it comes to betting we know this. You don't have to go far down the board at majors. It was the obvious move, but I thought this weekend was another example of that was a golf does a lot of dumb stuff. But a few years back when they moved the PGA championship to a relevant time on the sports calendar, it really helped. Like this is the used to be the major that people didn't really care about. It was the end, is football season was starting, people not paying attention. People were paying attention this weekend to a number of stories, but you know, I it was obvious at the Masters. Brooks is back, and it's been overstated over the last 24 hours, but I don't think you can say it enough. He's an all-time golfer. He's an all-time golfer. Like, we're seeing the prime of Brooks Kepka. Is it in the early prime, the middle? I don't know. I don't know how great this guy is going to be in, uh, going to be in the long term. NBA, the conversation about the all-timers, always goes to titles whether you like it or not it's all about titles and if you don't get that done you're kind of you're a second class citizen right golf it's the majors how many majors brooks has five five already and he's in there he's in the mix when healthy every single time like it is amazing the list that he joined yesterday whether you're talking about golfers that started 50 years ago, 1970 or later, to have five majors. It's Brooks, Tiger, Phil, Faldo, Seve, and Tom Watson. That's the entire list. He's also on the list of 
uh, players to get five majors before turning 34. If you want to, I know he took the bag with Liv, but if you want to, he can play this game a couple more decades if he stays healthy. So it's scary, Aaron, what uh, Brooks is going to accomplish when it's all said and done. Yeah, and he was in the mix at the Masters as well. He said he made some adjustments. He wasn't too worried about it, and here he is. I'm actually happy to see the live golfers doing well, and I think it gives credit and validity to the live golf tour because many were doubting that, like you said, these guys take the bag, not going to be a lot of competition, and we're seeing a lot of guys in the mix at these big events. So I think it's awesome, and I'm happy for Brooks because they also made him look like a total loser and clown in that full swing series. I don't know if you watched that, but he <laughs> just looked it. like he was in shambles in that series, and uh, here he is. So maybe that motivated him as well. Because it did not help his reputation at the time. So, <laughs> When it comes to betting on Kepka, I think it's really important to note how much of a specialist he is at the majors. You talked about mm -hmm. that he has five uh, major championships now, which is tied with Byron Nelson, Seve Ballesteros, Peter Thompson. I think it's important to look at how many professional victories these guys have outside of the majors. So Brooks Thompson... Uh, or rather, uh, Brooks Kepka on the PJ Tour and Live has 13 professional wins outside of the majors. 13. Byron Nelson had 59. Seve Ballesteros, 85. Peter Thompson, 93. So 93, 85, 59, and 13. You talk about a specialist at major championships, Joe. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is always going to present some sort of betting value if he is always going to prep for the majors and give you literally no other data to go off of to suggest that his recent form is good, that he's got great strokes gained off the tee, you have very little to go off of except major championship history. And he has that. But because he doesn't have the other things that others you know, who have short betting odds to say win the U.S. Open or the British Open after that, it, it suggests to me that Kepka, for the most part, will always provide some betting value. You just hit it. Prepping for the majors. The lazy narrative or talking point that gets thrown out there is he only cares about it. Do people really think that when he's golfing these other events, he doesn't care, that he's not trying to win? That's idiotic. No. What the great ones do is they're trying stuff on the course. They're trying stuff that they know in their mind they're prepping for the next major. And Brooks is one of those guys because I even heard him talk about an interview last week. He's like, he's like that's all anybody remembers. Nobody's going to remember. He's like, go ahead, all-time greats. You know how many majors they have. Now tell me how many uh, total PGA Tour wins they have. You can't do that. Nobody cares. We only care about four times a year for the most part. You know, there are fifth majors people talk about, but most – fans most people don't remember them so yeah i mean brooks is an all-timer uh and then it was interesting how how scheffler was right there uh we talked about on friday ed how data golf had him like north of 30 percent and he had a horrendous saturday and then still in the end uh he was right there i mean look at the, t the top of the final leaderboard you've got brooks you've got scheffler You've got Hovland, who will get a major at some point. 
I mean, Hovland, look, look at what he's done the last three majors. T2 yesterday, T7 this year's Masters, T4 at the British. And he's, and he's going to be around a long, long time. Hovland's going to get his. All these young guns at the very top. And uh, to Aaron's point about Liv, I don't know I'm happy about it, but I guess it, it brings more validity to it. Um, for Bryson, if Bryson's going to play to this form, I thought that was pretty big. The The CBS broadcast was more open to the idea because Nance was on his high horse when it was at the Masters and when referencing the live guys, and then they showed him what's up. Like, yeah, when Brooksy was there at the very end, so then they had to give some respect. And when he would talk about live, he was putting some respect on it because he had to. I guess they're not a joke anymore because they have a couple guys that have finished high uh, in the last couple of majors. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive too, what the live guys have been doing. And I think, you know, more and more people, I just think it just helps the live tour. Uh, there's an event here this weekend and there's a ton of buzz about it. And the fact that these guys are doing well, when a lot of people thought, you know, they're kind of just taking the easy way out. It's not proving to be the scenario now. You think there's, bu okay. There's buzz locally. I don't, I yeah, don't know locally. Sorry. Not, yeah. I think, I think mm -hmm. it's something to do. And I know tons of people that spent thousands on suites. They're looking forward to attending this event. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, I mean, I thought it was going to be more of a joke, but yeah, I know a lot of people that have spent a lot of money to go to this event this weekend. Yeah. I still kind of think it is. I mean, they all went for the cash. It is kind of a joke. Like nobody's mm -hmm. going to watch it on TV. Nobody's betting on it. Um, so Nobody can. <laughs> yeah, See, I think yeah. they're smart. Take the bag and keep playing well. Don't hate it at all. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying the live tour in general. Like nobody cares, right? For the most part, unless it's in your backyard. I think if you're a fan of right. golf and like, golfers, we... you care and want to see them play. Oh, I don't think so at all. I mean, live is not discussed at all around here. No. And, you know, this is this is a great golf hub. I mean, heck, we had Michael Block, who's just down the road in Orange County, uh, have a phenomenal PGA Championship, which we'll talk about in just a second. But, uh -huh. I mean, you've got Riviera here. You've got some incredible golf courses. Live isn't talked about much around here. And I granted, think if these guys the PGA... continue to play well, there will be more interest in it. And I think there is starting to be more and more buzz after the Masters, after the PGA Championship. It's still relatively new, and you're building something off the ground. But I think the fact that these guys mm -hmm. are playing well, I don't think they look like as big of a joke. And I think there will be more and more excitement about the Live Tour as time goes on. I think there are a lot of different conversations here. Um, respect to the top players, yes. Respect to that tour in general, no. I, I just don't think so. And I don't see anybody seeking it out. Even golf fans don't even know the rules, you know, like, and right. <laughs> that they're doing as far as that goes. But <laughs> like, when it comes to betting the majors, that most people do, when they come around, what has changed is, okay, I'm not fading live guys. I'm not. I've got, I got to remember yeah. where they were before that these guys are world-class golfers and they're still playing. Maybe they're not playing as much. Maybe they're playing easier courses, but I still have to give them that respect. Right. 
So, Joe, all the great bets that you had this weekend, what you didn't tell us was that Michael Block was going to finish with a top 20 finish. And so I don't know how much gloating you really can do. Uh, But he really was, I would say, the biggest story of the PGA Championship. You have a PGA professional just down the road from here in Orange County uh, doing some spectacular things, finishing tight for 15th. And perhaps the biggest moment happened on the 15th hole. At the 15th. The fairy tale story gets better. A hole and run for Michael Black. Wow. I mean, I'm still getting goosebumps. I mean, Rory McIlroy, his playing partner, gives him a big hug, finishes tied for 15th, which means that Block qualifies for next year's PGA Championship in Valhalla. He gets an invite to the Charles Schwab Invitational next weekend at Colonial. Joe, what more can you say? I mean, what a story this was. And it also points to how unusual the PGA Championship is compared with other majors that every now and again you can get a story like this and this one delivered. Mm-hmm. And he's coming back to the PGA Championship next year because he finished in the top 15. A uh, lot of layers to this story. Very cool. And um, what you heard there in the highlight was uh, CBS backpedaling, which I want to get to later this hour, BetQL Court. Oh, he got a hole-in-one? We better rewind everything and show it on tape delay. Because they had no interest in showing Michael Block after the first hole, which was a joke. Uh, I want to talk about that. But awesome story. A golf pro uh, doing lessons for $150 an hour. Just a local dude teaching golf lessons. And there he is, PGA Championship. I need 150 because I want uh, some lessons. This is BetQL Daily presented by MGM. <laughs> Coming up next, we recap the NBA playoffs from this past weekend, and we begin our look at tonight's Game 4 between the Lakers and Nuggets right here on the BetQL Network.